I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello, Swaft Nation. Hello, Oliver Davis. How did you find today's show? It was good. We got some crap gimmicks in. We uh, we talked about our Famiversary appearance, which I, you still don't know what it is, 100%. No, I, I, I'm, it's an E-Fed. I know what an E-Fed is. You got it. I used to be part of an E-Fed back in the day, in the old Smartmark forums days, when it was all done on paper and pen. And by paper and pen, I mean keyboards and monitors. Who was your champion? I honestly can't remember. But I, w- I went back to my uh, my Fox Rider uh, moniker from my old um, N64 and PlayStation days of my creator wrestler. Mm. Um, with was my- that where you? That was your name always. That was that was always. Did you use that in other username things? No, only in wrestling games. Mm. But anytime I had what a wrestling Fox? game, Fox Rider. Fox Rider, yeah. like Zack Rider. Well, I was a big fan of gay porn. The, is what it sounds like. No, I was a big fan of the X Files, right. and I thought that Fox Mulder was the coolest name ever. Mm-hmm. So I, I always went Fox. And Ryder was because it was the era of uh, Biker Undertaker, who I thought was like the coolest ever. Mm-hmm. So I think I just sort of like Ryder just sort of came to me, and I spelled it with a Y. Actually, funny enough, in the same way that Zach does. That is badass, isn't it? Just isn't that badass? Uh, I I was always uh, the OJ Master. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't. I just thought it sounded cool. I was really young when I came up with that, and yeah, not very good. My uh, friend Scott Goody. Uh, used to he was um, Scotty Too Goody. That's pretty good. Yeah. I my so I got I was quite a big chess player in, in my school Nerd. because I was super cool. <laughs> Nerd. And when internet became a thing, I didn't do efeds. I did online chess matches, and I thought I think this is the best username I've ever come up with. Rook U. <laughs> very good. Of course, a rook is the castle piece in chess. How, so, how good were you at chess? Not very good. No, no. You, like, not... you just said you were like playing in tournaments and stuff. No, oh. no, I didn't say that. I said I played other people online. But I that showed you got some level of competence with chess. No, because they could still beat me oh, okay. quite easily. Uh, I just liked it. So uh, we've only got one iTunes review for the intro part, which means, what the hell are you doing, guys? Write some reviews. There's only 84 reviews on the US iTunes. We know there's a lot more of you who listen to it. The numbers don't add up. So write something, and we'll read it out for you and give you a cheap pop. This one is from CyberFPX22. Yes, yes, yes. I love guys when I... I love guys, it just starts... (laughs) I love guys. Ollie says that to me all the time. When I found out you had a podcast, I subscribed. I got four of my friends to listen and watch you two. You've made bigger wrestling fans out of us. We all run around work yelling support wrestling talk. Oh, thank that's, you, that's CyberFox22. Awesome. Thank you very much. Should we get on with the show? Go on then. Famiversary, which I guess is happening uh, very shortly. That's where you and I will be going as soon as this uh, is over to transform into digital Per- characters and take on everyone in the Famiversary roster or Fam, I guess it's called Forever a Movement. You don't know what it is, still, do you? What I'm I, talking no, about? No, I've seen the promo. I've mm. seen what I look like in the game, and it's awesome because they've captured my beard perfectly. They've essentially created my Twitter profile picture, yes, which is me in a nice grey cardigan wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog T-shirt 
And it just looks exactly like it. And it's brilliant because they've got like a pixelated like 16-bit Sonic on the T-shirt. So uh, actually, I should say what it is first. Uh, Forever A Movement is like a e-federation where they book storylines, their own storylines and feuds and characters using footage from WWE 2K and games like that. And uh, they've they've asked us to be a part of it this year, their Famiversary and their YouTubers division. And we're going to, we haven't got a match, but we're going to show up and... We're gonna we're gonna see what mood takes us. But when you say it looks exactly like you, yeah, I mean the the Sonic, the Hedgehog, and the Cardigan is there. Mm-hmm. There's a goatee beard. When sure. the, the way they've created us in the game, sure is. I would I would say maybe there are a few more muscles. Oh what? Well, yeah, absolutely. On yeah. the video game well, versions of us. That is because, I mean I've not played a WWE game in quite. I, I haven't played a WWE game like before what are you talking about we play no mercy all the time yeah no i was trying to think the last one that i played what would be the last wwe game that i played might have been um here comes the pain what was the one after that i can't remember i think here comes the pain might have been the last mm. one um so that's before the two k's that was th thq days. Still the thq days so i haven't played a, a wwe game in quite some time however i would imagine what not even like round someone's house or no. a, a video game cafe. oh no no i did i did play uh the the not the one that's coming out now but the one previous to that mm. 17 I'm actually no my 17 was last year oh in which case it was 16 16. Um, I played that for a bit at my mate Ross's house when we went around to watch Wrestlemania Mm -hmm. didn't have a Scooby Doo what I was doing and uh, I won it's not a grappling system anymore, is no, it? It's, it's not, not WrestleMania. <laughs> now I'm going to do a <laughs> yeah. hard grapple. It is, it's certainly Weak not... Weak grapple. Mm. It's certainly not Royal Rumble on the Mega Drive where you're just smashing A to yeah. try and throw people over the top rope. But the point I was going to make was, I, it's been a while since I've played a game and I don't think that the creator-wrestler functionality has like a schlubby mode mm. where you can just become like a bit of a, a tubby schlub. You're James Ellsworth's. You spike yeah. Well, I don't know because I make James Earl look a bit lean, mm. whereas I'm I'm a bit of a uh, you know I've got a bit of a uh, bit of gut around dad me. bod. A bit of a dad bod. Yeah, I mean I'm in my thirties now. It's it's a bit of a, it's it's almost like you earn it. You earn your dad bod when you hit your thirties. Yeah. Well, I I I I haven't. I don't play the two K games that often. But as soon as I do get a near one, my immediate thing to do haven't haven't grown up in about twenty years immediately book a hell in a cell match and try and get a straight on top of that cage and start trying to throw myself onto people <laughs> and then i try and like once i've satisfied that i'm trying to get a ladder in set up a ladder if i can get it on the top of the cage if it's got that functionality brilliant put some tables where the the mcfoley uh, cell break spot is mm-hmm. just so i can try and get like some form of move off the ladder through the table through the cell through and i don't think the game none of the games have actually let me do that but sometimes you can glitch it into happening. I think I've been in my whole video game wrestling career, I've done that twice. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like No Mercy back when I was 12 or whatever, I I managed to stack two tables on top of each other, which couldn't be done. It was just kind of like, just kind of angled some ring steps, so it was pushed in there. So yeah. Impressive, mate. So uh, we'll uh, we'll put a link on the, the eye above our heads. Yeah. So you can go over to Fam. Uh, forever a movement I keep calling them Famiversary but that's the event to go over to Forever a Movement um, a YouTube page and you can you can watch our debut also happy birthday Courtney Summers happy birthday she's one of our longest running patrons which means she's clearly amazing and mm-hmm. the best and uh, yeah she's she's been a patron uh, even back to the days when I didn't used to yell everything in the news <laughs> so around November last year uh, when wow. I first set up Patreon and she is a big Jimmy Havoc and a big Marty Skell fan. Which means she has good taste. She likes us yeah. and she likes the villain. Yeah, and Jimmy. And Jimmy. And that's why her Twitter handle is at Villainous Havoc. Convert, so, uh, move the, the villain and Jimmy into one there. So, so happy some, birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. We've got some crap gimmicks to celebrate your birthday. Oh, well, you, you shouted that so hard, you knocked my headphones oh, well. out. Well, the, uh, the crap gimmicks aren't actually to celebrate your birthday they were in there regardless but it's a segue so matt taylor has been in touch you haven't seen these i've not seen these yet no mm. um, i've been uh, busy with the editing today yeah. so uh, i've not actually had a chance to to do the running order for the wrestle ramble so this is all down to you it's all gonna go tits up i'm gonna have the no mercy or backlash running order 
Uh, but it's backlash next, right? Yes, it's, it's always backlash. It's always next. backlash next. That's the you know, it's either payback or backlash next. Yeah, because it's yeah. a reaction to the the pay per view that's right now. And then there's the big four. Mm. Uh, so this is Matt Taylor now, a cyborg wrestler called simply. WrestleBot 1000. WrestleBot 1000 has has had his brain removed. Storyline, like how Matt Taylor points out that that is a storyline aspect Just of his character. In case. Yeah, and replaced with a computer. At the beginning of every match, he could be seen sitting in his chair in a lab backstage, programmed for his next opponent. So I'm thinking, like you know, you've got to identify the weaknesses, and he adapts his style style for that. His programming could be billed as an unbeatable strategy to gain a victory over said adversary. He wrestles a similar style to The Undertaker in the early 1990s, very slow and no selling his opponent's offense when they strike areas of his body replaced by machine parts. He would even have a metal arm. Again in brackets. Storyline. Storyline. That's a kayfabe thing. He's not (laughs) going to have his brain removed nor a metal arm. It's, it's a it's a fake metal arm. Uh, his finisher would either be the cl- the claw or the bionic elbow slash forearm. He would have a valet manager with him, who is the doctor that turned the WrestleBot 1000 from man to machine. This manager could carry a device to switch it off, uh, to switch on the WrestleBot 1000 before the match and switch him off afterwards. Sorry, I referred to the WrestleBot 1000 as it. When it is still quite obviously a him. Mm. That's a whole debate over AI, isn't it? The storyline. watching that episode of uh, The Next Generation about that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, The Measure of a Man. Measure of a Man. One of the best Next Gen episodes (laughs) ever. The storylines are too numerous to mention, but here's a few anyway. He rejects his programming, falls in love with a female performer, or even gets hacked by Russians and used to destroy America. This is a big budget gimmick. Once the WrestleBot 1000 has got himself into a position to challenge for the WWE title, Vince could give him the rub by bringing back Cyber Sunday as a pay-per-view for the title match to take place on. I feel like he started with Cyber Sunday. Mm-hmm. I feel like Matt uh, Matt Taylor started with Cyber Sunday and worked back the gimmick. And I appreciate that level of contrivedness. Yeah, and I actually really like that gimmick. Uh, because I kind of picture it, especially if you've got the valet who's like this this scientist guy who's creating. Because I'm picturing him a bit like RoboCop uh, himself, yes. a, a, a WCW performer, uh, helped Sting, um, and he uh, so like it almost be his entrance. You know how like Goldberg's entrance was like it would it had the long walk through to the uh, thing. Mm-hmm. It's like his opponent would come down to the ring, say it's like um, uh, Mark Indy, Mark Indy's yeah. there, like warming himself in the up in the ring. The gimmick, and then it cuts backstage. And then he's like sat there in his chair with the scientist like typing in, and he types in the computer, Mark Indy, program. Mm. And then he goes, oh. and then he gets up, and now he knows how yeah. to beat Mark Indy, and then does the slow walk down uh, to the arena. Yeah, you show uh, monitors flickering into life, and then yeah. uh, uh, an on switch going, boop, 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 boop. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And then he slowly rises. In his metal arm, his kayfabe yeah. metal his arm. Kayfabe, <laughs> it's a kayfabe metal arm, and it's a kayfabe machine brain, too. <laughs> uh, so, yes, this has, I mean, I, you know the bit that got me the most? First of, first off, the name. I like WrestleBot 1000. So you had me from it's, there. Yep. But then it was when he said... Uh, so, But I thought it was crap. And this might be a problem. Because when he says, as a storyline potential, the WrestleBot 1000 rejects his programming to fall in love with a lady. You see, now the one and that... I thought that is a lovely storyline. See, the one that grabbed me was being hacked by the Russians mm. because my thought was like, that's your heel turn. Yeah. You debut him as a babyface and then the Russians get a hold of him, hack into his things and then he's just like, he thinks that Russia's the best thing. He's an American but thinks that Russia is the best. So it comes down to the Russian national anthem and stuff. Maybe he's in U- red. USA. USA. His metal arm is now yeah. red, kayfabe. Um, I, I, I think that kind of thing is great. Paint like Soviet Union flags on him and stuff. But that on is his like, metal arm. That's one of the most unique heel turns you can get because he's not actually at fault. You know, usually when it's like, oh, Daniel Bryan's been brainwashed to join yeah. the Wyatt family. Or Sergeant like, Slaughter becomes yeah. an Iraqi sympathizer. You're a bit like, well, that's a bit lame because, you know, it's goofy. But this is so goofy from the outset that when he is hacked, you're like, but WrestleBot 1000, this isn't you. You're a good guy, WrestleBot 1000. It's those evil Russians hacking you. And you've got the female performer that he's in love with begging for him to turn back, begging him to reject the hacking. So so I, I, 
I don't want the uh, the valet manager to be an evil guy. I want it to be the female that he falls in love with. Oh yeah, oh because because mm. eventually because he's rejected his program. I'm thinking of like this you know long term storyline here. He's already rejected the programming, so that scientist guy is now gone by the wayside because he no, was no, no. a bit of an evil. She she's the she created WrestleBot. So maybe oh. maybe they were best friends before and then WrestleBot 1000 whatever the guy's name is had a bad accident and they're, they're always in love but now he's got a, a heart of you know he's a tin man he hasn't got a heart <laughs> he has like you know that scene in Robocop when he goes back to his family home and walks around and is having like those flashback yeah. memories of his wife going like I've got to tell you something I love you he's like oh what is going on <laughs> <laughs> so yes um, the I mean the only because it is actually quite good <laughs> it's a uh, bit too good we're, we're enjoying yeah so that's the danger it's too good however I've got a way to get round this, and we can sign the WrestleBot 1000. He's at a top three. He's like a top three guy. Yeah. This is like a. This is at. This is how crap our roster is. This is a top gimmick. Yeah. Where he's always in contention for the title. If he's not fighting for the title, he's fighting for a chance to get at the main title. Yeah. So yeah, we build our company around WrestleBot 1000. It's yeah, it is very good. Yeah, I like in, that. In, a, in a bad way. in a bad way. Well done, Matt. We're signing him. In all we're fairness, signing him to a big money contract. In all fairness, I was almost sold instantly when he was called WrestleBot 1000. Yeah, yeah, you had me at WrestleBot 1000. <laughs> Dale Col- uh, Coglan writes very confidently. Okay, lads, I have nailed this. Hello. Crap gimmick slam dunk here. So 90s, it's untrue. And I think just in that crap sweet spot that it could never get over. Introducing Bernie Moore, who is a firefighter slash fireman. Let's be PC about this. A fire person. Yeah. I'm thinking gen- generic ring attire, white tank top, orange firefighter trousers and obviously the signature hat entrance music something not too dissimilar to the alarm at the start of Cesaro's theme his finisher and move set could all be based around a fireman's carry getting the pin after the stop drop and roll a fireman's carry into a rolling senton I like that that's good that's thought thought through Uh, for some reason I see him uh, walking dead spoiler yada yada obviously it's important to not look like WWE are mocking the services. So he couldn't be a jobber, more of a steady mid-carder with some classic 50-50 booking. He's not a comedy character, just a slightly offbeat country fireman. Uh, I also see the WWE commentary describing him looking hot right now whenever he has a moment momentum in a match. Uh, yeah, thank you for skipping that uh, Walking Dead spoiler. I've never seen an episode, so mm. it wouldn't have meant anything to me, but I'm sure there are people who would very much appreciate you skipping over uh, that spoiler. How big of a spoiler is it? Uh, you know, major character death, nothing oh, big. Really? No, no biggie. Oh, no biggie. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, is this uh, a gimmick that is crap enough? Has Dale really nailed this? What are your thoughts? Well, I really like... Uh, I kind of like the idea of him being a serious mid-card contender, just like how uh, WrestleBot 1000 is a is a crap main eventer. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a he's a pretty bad uh, undercarder, but he's a terrible main eventer. Whereas this, you know, that could be a pretty crap, solidly crap mid-carder. The thing that got me the most uh, was the fire punts. Yes, I, I do I think love. That could be really grating. I do love stop, drop, and roll mm-hmm. as a finisher as well. A fireman's carry into a senton, a rolling senton. That's that's pretty clever. That the commentary is going to be the biggest part in this getting under mm-hmm. because they just have to Booker T just fire puns every other move. Yeah, Michael Cole going, oh, it's you know straight fire, stealing Becky Lynch's thing. Yeah. hot right now as you've already said. Do you know what my, my least favorite Michael Coleism is at the moment? The one that really irks me. It is. It is. No. It's boss time. That oh, really sure. irks me. It's the white. I mean, I'm a yeah. white guy, but that's the whitest thing. Um, so I'm going to say, you know what? I've soured on it. No, I don't. I'm checking yeah, a I'm big, big bucket of water over fire, man. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't grab me enough. Mm. So I'm sorry, Dale. You did not nail this. Should we get into the Helena Cell predictions? Hmm. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yes, we know what people want. You want to click a video thinking there's going to be Helena Cell predictions right off the bat, and then we're going to talk nonsense for 15 minutes and then get into the Helena Cell predictions. And even then, we're going to start right at the bottom of the card, so yes. you have to wait right to the end before oh, yeah. we talk about the main events. We know about retention rates. <laughs> uh, so, Helena Cell is going to kick off with a pre-show match between Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin on one side versus the Hype Bros. Yeah, the splitting up Hype Bros. Potentially. That's that's what's been rumored. That would be my prediction for this. This is where yeah. we're going to see the end of the Hype Bros. Uh, so I'm 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 going to kick things off right here. I'm going for a, a Chad Gable Shelton Benjamin win, comfortable win in a pretty standard Excuse me, match. Got emotional there. I did a little bit, you? yeah, just thinking about American Mojo Alpha so Super no. Well, he is my favourite after all. And his best friend Zack Ryder's going to turn on him. Yeah, oh, you think it's going to be a Ryder turn, do you? Well, that's certainly the way they were building it before they uh, completely forgot about this storyline. Uh, so there's two ways this could go. The Hype Bros could break up. I am much more behind a Hype Bros heel turn. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown is lacking heel tag teams with the colognes out. And it's lacking tag teams. Yeah. So you've got a, let's just run through them. You've got American Alpha 2.0. You've got New Day Usos, who have been carrying the division, uh, and the Hype Bros. And the Ascension. And the Ascension. The one we always forget the Ascension. Yeah, the and Ascension. the Fashion Files. And the Fashion Police. So Ascension are now a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, the Fashion Police are babyface. New Day are babyface. Hype Bros are currently babyface. American Alpha 2.0 babyface. And the Usos are so good, they're like tweeners now. So I think Hype Bro... You know, they had that, that segment backstage and uh, Mojo's just like, we need to do something drastic after yeah. their most recent two-minute loss. Yeah. You, you, well, you, you're talking about the point where the storyline looked like it was going to go in a really interesting direction mm. and then they dropped it. Because they, Mojo's so hyped and, and goofy. When he goes serious, he's, he actually seems like quite a captivating actor. Mm. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I wanted to see a serious Mojo Rawley. Uh, but I do now, and Zack Ryder could just be a nice thing to package with him, and then you can use this to really elevate Mojo, because if he stays like that, I I think he might have some serious future. But yes, I... You know what? Ah, but Gable and Benjamin seem to be getting the big push. My heart wants a heel hype bros win. I think that's a nice story, especially because it was around this time last year that they won the uh, number one contenders match, but Zack Ryder got injured right off the end of they it. They did, yeah. So it was around December, so a couple of months out. Let's not forget that Mojo is this year's Andre the Giant <laughs> Memorial <laughs> Battle Royal winner. It counts for so much. <laughs> it really does give you those those monster pushes. Yeah. Uh, so, mm, yeah, my heart wants a heel hype bros. Uh, we can come back and revise stuff. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Gable. I'm, I'm sticking with American Alpha 2.0. Okay, we're going to put those down. Right, so uh, also this is really the first 
clash, isn't it, in the uh, October Wrestle Ramble War? So a lot's riding on this. Mm. We don't know what we're going to have the punishment as yet. Uh, my favourite thing so far that I've seen in the comments was if if we one of us loses, they have to cut a promo in the style of a crap gimmick. See, and now that we've got WrestleBot One Thousand, yeah, I'm like that's that's a great one to do it because you can just do an Arnie impersonation, and that's always fun. Mm. But I am concerned that it won't be as dynamic and. <laughs> Uh, lo- loads of overbearing shots as the Nia Jax one. No, you just have to do it like a, an old style, like early 1990s WWF mm. promo where you have like your logo in the background mm-hmm. and then you stand there with either Mean Gene or you just stand there on your own just shouting at the camera telling you where the next town that we're going to be in. I tell you what it could be. It could be like you've got five minutes and you're not, you've got to just filibuster it out. And you're not allowed to have any notes. You can't stop. It's got to be five minutes of unbroken. Yep. That could work. That seems more like a tiebreak. Okay, so we're into the main. Like a lot of work. We're into the main card now. What a Nia Jax <laughs> wasn't a lot of work. Look, it looked far too. Took funny. me essentially three days to make that. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, so the main Helena Cell card now, on the WWE.com's order of things. Next up is the return of the Fashion Files, a segment that was bumped from Tuesday's episode of SmackDown. You were, to much you were, annoyance. I was going to say you you weren't that upset about it, were you? I was okay. Just needed a title. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so this is, what is it, Fashion Files Series 2? Yeah, the, uh, the Fashion Files The Return, I believe they're mm. calling it. And the, because the, the last one was ended on, you know, that's the end of the season. Yeah. So second season, I guess. Uh, PW Insider have reported it will have a Pulp Fiction tea, uh, twinge to it. It'll be the second time that WWE have done a Pulp Fiction parody. The what first the with Eddie Guerrero and Booker T when they were doing um, uh, WrestleMania Goes Hollywood. And they oh, did. What a great series of promos. And they did a whole series of them. They did Kurt Angle and Christy Hemi doing When Harry Met Sally. I always remember JBL and Cena doing, doing a You Can't Handle the yeah, Truth. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I like the, the Angle Christy Hemi one because it's not like while she's shouting, yes, 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 he's going, tap, tap, nice. tap. And that was a, back when, you know, promos were fun. Everything was so much fun back then. And you had a Triple H doing Braveheart, mm-hmm. which was made all the better by Ric Flair. Like, just dragging his horse, just going, woo! Oh, it's so funny. We're having a bit of a binge <laughs> after this. We're having a YouTube binge of those promos. Uh, so, what do you think... Should we do predictions of what we think the Fashion, the fashion Files, Files Return will, will have? Absolutely. So, I mean, I think that they... That this Actually, when I went first last time, so really, you should be going first. But Okay, so I'm going to say... I don't think... I mean, if you unveil the attacker now, it's just there's been no build... You, it's been three weeks or, or four weeks of not having any fashion files, and then you come back and you unveil who it is. It's, I mean, I guess that's what they did with Lost and uh, South Park Series 1, you know, with who... Who had... is Eric Cartman's father? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe it will just be a Terrence and Phillips <laughs> bottle episode. Uh, that's a <laughs> reference. So I'm going to say they don't reveal their attackers... Maybe that will be a Survivor Series payoff. Uh, yeah, that's my prediction. They don't reveal their attackers. I think they are going to reveal the attackers. And I think it is going to be the original plan of a repackaged Harper and Rowan. Wow. Um, main, my, my reasons for this, uh, it's on pay-per-view. And I just feel that if they just do a standard episode of the Fashion Files and they and they save that for pay per view, I'm not sure that's like, you know, I'm not sure is that really worth putting on pay per view. No, but like none of them have been worth. They've done that many times before, teasing a teasing a big announcement on a pay per view, and it hasn't happened. Mm. I'm not going to dissuade you from making the wrong decision, though. So that's Fashion Files. Rusev versus Randy Orton. Yeah. What a fun feud this has turned out to be. Oh, when you say fun, Rusev, I mean, Rusev's yeah. been fun. Rusev and Aiden English have been very fun. But Randy Orton has been packaged in just the right level of out of nowhereness. Yeah. So I mean, he's not seen, because, you know, promos aren't his strong suit. He can wrestle. Uh, but they built the entire feud around Rusev and Aiden English doing some really funny, entertaining in-ring stuff. And then Randy just RKO's them from out of nowhere. I could watch that Randy Orton RKO on Aiden English when he's singing Rusev Day. So much fun. Over and over mm. again. Because that literally was out of nowhere. It was dark. Um, 
I am going to say Randall K. Orton for this one. I think it's mm-hmm. a very comfortable win for, for Randall. Ooh. But he uh, he got the last one. I mean, they they had that fluke win uh, at on an episode of SmackDown. Yeah, and that was what, just like eight seconds. But that's what they're going to consider is Rusev getting one up on Randy. So now it's time for Randy to get his revenge. I See, I'm going Rusev here. We're, oh. we're clashing on a lot of stuff. Because I think Rusev has had a real... Rusev has had a shorter end of the stick than Orton has. Orton got all those main event uh, pictures. He was WWE champion of this year. Whereas Rusev has just... He's lost to Cena. He's lost to Orton. He needs he needs a win. And he's doing so well mm-hmm. with what he's been given. Uh, plus, there was all... I, everyone denied it uh, after the Dirty Sheets reported it, that Rusev story that he was going to leave. Um, but maybe there's some credence there as well. And they they want to keep him happier so maybe he wins this feud i i hope this is the end of the feud mm-hmm. and oh no it's not the end of the feud you reckon i think this is unfortunately it's i it's not that it's got legs but i think it's got a lot more moisture in the sponge they can wring out <laughs> i think what you're actually what you're saying there is that they have only been feuding for two months and that is not wwe protocols to only have a two month long feud yeah. they've got to be feuding more or less until the end of the year and Aiden English is in there as well. So that means this could go until 2019. <laughs> I'm sticking with Randy Orton, and I'm sticking with this is the end of the feud. Wow, we are. We're really different on a lot of stuff You here. say a lot of stuff. It's two out of three. A lot of stuff. <laughs> it's going to be spicy this weekend. Next up, we have Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler. I certainly do. Which, uh, I it's mean... the battle of the entrances. Yeah, do you want to go for... So what? Dolph has teased that he has a big entrance for this Sunday. Yep, and I believe that is going to be not an entrance at all. It's yeah. I, I, either, as I said, it's going to be his regular entrance, or your much better idea of just doing no entrance whatsoever. Mm. It's going to come out to utter like silence. No both, music, both, no both, Titan both, drum. And the, no crowd reaction, and he's just going to walk to the ring and uh, and have a match uh, with Bobby. Mm. Yeah, because he can't do... I guess the other thing would be to come out as glorious and do the glorious entrance, but that really undermines Bobby's first pay-per-view match. Yeah. Uh, this is, I mean, out of the two, I have been. I you hate Dolph Ziggler in this feud, yeah, this I have, yeah. But Bobby Roode, if I had to choose either of them, I prefer Dolph because I feel like they're really wasting Bobby on the main. Oh, roster. completely. But like that's that's the story of a lot of people that have come up from NXT, mm. really. Yeah. Uh, your turn to go first in this one. So uh, Bobby Roode, because it's it's his first pay per view match. Uh, I am. Muster. I am also saying Booby Rude. Booby Rude. That's the Starcade match. <laughs> uh, yeah. Plus, I mean, it's so unfortunate that there's all those parallels between Rude and Nakamura, and Nakamura still isn't like I, he should have won the title at SummerSlam. Looking back, yeah. that would make him feel like a genuine big deal. But he's not Indian. Yeah, but he's Japanese. <laughs> He's got one ethnicity. I know, but they're not trying to expand into the Japanese market. There's they're nowhere done that. Ne- like India has a lot more people than Japan does. Yeah, uh, so many more. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the United States Championship match between AJ Styles and Baron Corbin. Baza Corbs. Mm. So, uh, your turn to go first. It is my turn to go first, and um, I, so what I would say is I'm going to preface this because it feels like this is going to end up as a three-way at the pay-per-view. And we're going to sit here now with egg on our faces that we're talking about a match that is going to change. It's a bit like when we did mm. the, uh, the the ladder match at WrestleMania, when we kept saying, like, this is Enzo and Cass's time, this is when they're going to get their big moment. Mm-hmm. And, then the, and then the Bloody Hardys came back. Almost impossible to predict that. So I can only judge this based on the match that we've currently got in front of us. And on that, I'm going to go... See, it's tough, because the storyline going in... I'm going to say Baza Corbs. Right, okay. I'm going BC. to say I'm going to say Baza Corbs wins. I hope he doesn't, but I'm going to say Baza Corbs win because for me the storyline going into this is that uh he can't win the big one. Mm. Essentially, he keeps choking under pressure. He couldn't beat Cena. Uh he couldn't cash in his money in the bank. That's what AJ's promo was on Tuesday on SmackDown, yeah, which yeah, is like totally. you and like you've just been beaten by Ty Dillinger. So you cannot capitalise on your um, uh, your chances. And I think that he is going to be a big old meanie cheater and he's going to cheat to win and he's going to steal it from AJ and he's going to be... What's it AJ calls him? The cheap shot artist. He's mm. basically going to be a one of those and he's going to win the belts. Because I'll be honest, if Baron doesn't win here, 
then he is on a terrible run of form. Well, that's it, isn't it? I I thought AJ retained. Yeah, as did until I until that promo. Yeah, when and it's it's difficult to know what is WWE booking these days and what is WWE dressing down their employees or contractors in uh, through their product because traditionally, if they, I mean, traditionally that that promo would have been cut by a heel. You know, you can't make it. You you fail at the big time. And it's, that, that builds an underdog story. It's Neville versus Sami Zayn in NXT. Yeah. When Sami was the ultimate underdog babyface. Exactly. And it's, uh, and so, but AJ said those words and he's the babyface to Baron Corbin, who's the heel. And it's, it's hard not to kind of, even though it is Baron Corbin, to not feel sympathy for the guy when AJ's saying you keep coming so close, but you screw it up because you haven't got what it takes. <laughs> like, now I feel now you've made him the underdog. I want to root for that guy. So, so yeah, this could be if Baron Corbin loses, that just confirms everything AJ said about him, and it really does take him down another notch. And he will struggle to come back from it as well. But if Baron Corbin wins, then it's like oh, he's kind of moved past that two months of being punished for whatever he said in a concussions meeting in a CTE meeting. And so it re- this match really does come down to it's WWE still annoyed with Baron Corbin. Yeah. Because, yeah, the result really does impact the next, you know, a long part of his career. It would be very hard for him to recover immediately if he does lose. <sighs> However, Ty's a fact. I think maybe, so, yeah, maybe Baron wins because Ty accidentally tries to get involved for AJ, but hits AJ, mm. and Baron capitalises on that. So you can still have the cheap shot artist thing going on, and Baron wins, and Ty's now a factor. You can have a, a nice three-way at Survivor Series. Um, what I'm, I'm going to go for Corbin. You're going to go Baz Corbin I'm going to well. go Corbin. I was actually going to say that I think that we are essentially going to be going down the line to a Baron Corbin uh, tie feud, uh, but with AJ in the mix as well. Well, AJ really... Should be in the uh, the main event mix. Well, it should be, but like yeah. that. But the you say the main event mix. I feel that this is sort of the main event mix because the the main title has been treated like the mid card title for quite some time now. No, the main title is it's, the it's uh, McMahon. Is like the European title right now, and then yeah, the United States is your is your intercontinental belt, and then you've got yeah the McMahon title, yeah, the which Mc- is the right to face a McMahon. Yeah. Like, good luck, Kevin Owens. Uh, next up, we have SmackDown Tag Team Championships defended inside Hell in a Cell. This is our first titular match uh, between the New Day, who are current champions, versus the Usos. I'll be very interested to see where you go on this one. Yeah, I, d- I didn't really think a great deal about some of these before I came in. So, yeah, because it's me going first. So, obviously, this has been a terrific feud. And... It wasn't always great. I think people are going to look back and go, "This was a flawless feud based on their, you know, their SummerSlam pre-show match and the match before then, and the street fight, uh, the street fight on SmackDown, and the rap battle. and the rap battle." But really, there was a lot of weeks of filler in there before August, where it was just USO versus New Day member, USO versus New Day member, and all the various combinations. And then there was a really screwy finish back at Money in the Bank or somewhere. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, so it's not been a perfect feud, but it has, in in the last month and a half, been one of WWE's best feuds. And the match quality is just sublime. It's almost like, I don't, I don't really care. Like, all the other ones, I'm quite curious about the winner. This one, I just want to see the match. Yeah, I'm really excited. Can I do the prediction of, this is going to be a great match? This is going to be match of the night. Yeah. Or, never rule out Owens. Owens can put on a hell of a hardcore match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Yes, I am going to say the Usos retain. You mean New Day, because Usos... I'm going to (laughs) say the Usos win. Don't jump down my throat there, man. I was going to (laughs) finish off my sentence. Retain and win their retention. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Jumping in again. The Usos are going to retain if they never lost the belt at SummerSlam and win. Yeah. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay. The Usos win okay. is a shorter summary of that. Uh, uh, interestingly enough, I'm also going Usos Ooh, on this one. Usos. And the reason why is because I, I was trying to think, I was w- thinking about this on the way to work today. 
I was thinking about like if whoever wins, who are they going on to face next? And we just like kind of ran through that the was teams my mind, there. Yeah. So really, like the only team that could be a viable uh, challenger would be uh, Gable and Benjamin, because the fashion files are going to be, or the fashion police are going to be stuck in their own little thing over here. Mm. Hopefully, with Eric Rowan and Luke Harper, that's a, at least a little prediction from me. Uh, I don't know where the New Day go after this because they've got no one to feud with now, unless they feud with the Ascension, I guess. Um, or the newly heel hype bros in your, in sure. your thing. Um, so I think uh, I, I think that the users are going to go on to face Gable and Jordan next. Um, is that right? Yeah, Gable, no, Gable and Jordan was the old. That was American that was Alpha. The old one. Gable and uh, Benjamin. Sorry. Uh, so I yeah, I'm going to go with Usos. It's weird, isn't it? Because uh, if you said, "Oh, I don't know who they're going to go on to next," because usually you would you would want that scenario to be there have been so many well built up tag teams that. That this feud could go anywhere. I'm excited about all the directions. New Day against the heel hype bros, or a really well built up American Alpha Beta against the Usos, the Fashion Files, or Eric and Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. But it's not. It's just that SmackDown have only built two teams. They feuded uh, exclusively with each other for four months. This is now the last one of that, and they haven't done any groundwork on SmackDown to start building up a number one contender. There's been no tag team tournament, there's been no prominently featured teams, everyone's been flattened out to the same level. So, yeah, I mean, isn't that WWE in a nutshell, though? Isn't it? Got a a great feud going on to the detriment of everything else on the show. Uh, But yes, that, that was essentially my thinking. But if the Hype Pros do turn heel together... A new day feud, a new day retain, and you have that feud. That could also work. Uh, but yeah, we both come for the Usos. Next up, we have Charlotte Flair versus Natalia. Indeed, we do. And uh, so the 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 rumor and scuttlebutt, the rumor and innuendo, as another podcast might say, is that um, uh, Charlotte is going to be winning the championship very soon because Natalia is nothing is somewhat of a transitional champion. Mm. Charlotte is going to be going on to WrestleMania as SmackDown Live Women's Champion, where she will face Ronda Rousey. That's the report. Whether one or not, report. That's one report. Yeah. So, are they going to put the belt on Charlotte now, or are they going to wait? If that is the 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 the, the direction that they're heading, mm. I think that we're going to see a Natalia retention here. I don't really. I don't think that it's the time to put the belt on. For, oh, oh, I'm not sure. I'm right about no, this. No, I've written because, it down now. No, no. We just said we can go back and change because Natalia did get the submission win on SmackDown, but that was with Carmella interference, and it was Charlotte. But that's what I mean. Clean. Yeah, I know. But that's what I mean. So surely that would, in theory, that would mm. mean that Charlotte should be getting the win. The following, that, I know that's, that's been, I know that's been proven. Right, I know it's been proven dud before, but still, it always plays on the mm. back of mind. I'm going to say Natalia for now. I, do you know what? I, I stuck with my girl Natty when we, it was the, the 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 number one contendership thing, and no one bloody believed me. So, okay, well, you cannot. Sometimes you throw a lot of stuff at the wall, <laughs> and you you've you've hit bullseye once, and you are clinging to that because totally, let's yeah. not forget Emma. Yeah, okay. All I'm saying is Emma did not even <laughs> no, come close to winning that fatal no, four. But what you've just described, I've got the Ryan Saturn approach. I just throw a load of things at the wall, and then hopefully the one of them sticks, and then you've cling got onto a that. Weird beef with a wrestling journalist that I I think happens to be very credible. I can't remember the last time he he didn't break a story. Correctly. I'm not saying I'm not saying that he doesn't break stories correctly. I'm just saying he's an ambulance chaser, and I don't like people from TMZ. Um, it's a very uh, wide. Sweeping statement, isn't it? Make. Just, yeah. uh, but I'm gonna, I'm sticking with my girl Natty on this one. I'm gonna go Charlotte because, but now, now I feel weird. So Carmella's got the briefcase, but do you cash it in on Charlotte, or does Carmella cash in the briefcase here on Natalia, and then you have a Carmella Charlotte feud where she eventually wins it? Now I'm sticking with Charlotte. Sticking with Charlotte. I'm sticking with Charlotte. She is. She sh- has she been champion yet on SmackDown? Not on SmackDown yet. No. Yeah, so so she should be because she is like the I I consider her WWE's biggest female star. She absolutely one hundred percent. Yeah, and she hasn't done anything really since the uh, since the superstar shakeup. She's just been lost in these tag teams with Becky Lynch and drinking tea hand signals. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm going with Charlotte. Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. 
for the WWE Championship. Yep, it uh, claims that this match is going to be second from top. Uh, that remains to be seen, I suppose. Well, just because of the, the logistics of Hell in a Cell? No, just because of where it's been placed in the show yeah, throughout. It could be on the pre-show, <laughs> the way it's been built. Uh, your turn to go first on this one. Okay, well, I'm going to go for a gender retention. Okay. Yeah, uh, as... Like the time, the time to give Nakamura the win was at SummerSlam, and now it's kind of it's they've missed the trigger. Uh, so if they if they didn't do it at SummerSlam, I cannot see them doing it now. And there is of course the looming specter of the India tour, the India WWE tour in the first couple of weeks of December. And why would you put the championship on the hall for the best part of the year? And then take it off him to like a month before you go on tour in his home country, which is where you're trying to expand into. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It's a raw tour, but uh, as you said in today's or Thursday's news, that uh, he he's going to be main eventing the shows. He is indeed, with, yeah. With the tour, um, I'm actually going for Shinsuke Nakamura. No, by disqualification. Uh... That's, I, that's, a, that's a good shout, actually. Because I don't think they want to pin uh, Shinsuke twice, uh, two pay-per-views in a row. Oh, so I think they're going to go for a Nakamura uh, disqualification because then that'll then they'll have the Survivor Series 5-on-5 five five where there'll be no um, championship mm. uh, defense. Then you can go do the tour in India. Then you've got the December pay-per-view where I think they'll do like a cage match backlash. where there's going to be yeah backlash where there's going to be no interference from the Singh brothers. There's no chance for a disqualification. It's essentially going to be like a Daniel Bryan comes down and says like you've used every trick under the sun to keep that title on you. So in December's pay-per-view at backlash, you're going to be inside that cell mm. against this man. We've done our tour of India. <laughs> We're getting off you off you immediately as soon as we possibly yeah. can. Come yeah. back, Cena. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, that is a very that's a very good shout. I'm gonna stick to my gender guns, just because, because he has got some guns. He's got serious guns. The main event, possibly, it's got to be is Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens for the Shane McMahon Championship inside Hell in a Cell. It has to be the main event of the show. Sorry, uh, I missed the stipulation there. It's a Hell in a Cell. Falls count anywhere. Yes. No disqualification. Hardcore match. Absolutely. Very vital that you got to have the uh, the falls count anywhere uh, stipulation on there. Do you think they're going to pin him on the top of the cell then? No, I think that they're going to. Um, although I I know you went first last time. I, so I think Shane's winning here. And Interesting. I think they're going to do redo the Mick Foley Hell in a Cell 1998 spot. I think that. Um, uh, Owens is going to be dragging Shane up on top of the cell. They're both going to end mm. up on top of the cell, and Owens is going to be because he said it on SmackDown. I'm going to throw you off there, and I, as you said on the Ramble on Wednesday, he's going to reverse it, and I think he's going to throw Kevin off, and then he's going to pin him when he's lying on the table or whatever. That's why you've given it the false count anywhere stipulation, so you don't mm. have to waste the time dragging him back into the ring. You can just pin him, and the the impact's there and the win, and yeah. then maybe Owens is going to go back to Raw. It is. It is very. Very coincidental that the fools count anywhere bit's been put in there, hasn't it, Just? Uh, so, so you're going, you're going straight up Shane O'Mac. Go- I'm going, I'm going up Shane O'Mac, and I don't think that a loss like this will hurt Owens. He's in a huge match with what the company seem mm. to think is their top star on SmackDown. So he's got the- be going to Raw soon. Yes. <laughs> he's, got- <laughs> so he's got the big rub of that, and um, he's going to take a huge spectacular bump. A bump that will be shown in replay packages, blah, 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 replay packages for years to come. Um, so yeah, I think it's uh, Kevin will be fine mm. coming out of this, and then he can go back to Raw, realign himself with Steph, and get right back up into that top mix again. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Is it, and, and it was all. As soon as he said that in the promo, Kevin Owens, I'm going to throw. You're not going to jump off the cell. I'm going to throw you off the cell. I was like. Well, this is that's a great foreshadowing. You know, you can say it's predictable. I I think that's very good storytelling uh, for when for, it happens. Absolutely, and, uh, I completely agree with you. So the ah, but then Shane doesn't get to do a thing, and Shane's Shane's got to do a thing. He did so, do a Shane. He did do a thing. He threw him off. Yeah, but Shane has to do the thing where he jumps off something. Something see, that's what everyone's expecting now that they're t- they're tearing up the rule book. Messing with your expectations. Are you telling me that this is this is where I can't see the spot working? It's fine if they do it that way, but I 
Shane throws Kevin Owens off the top of the cell. I think we're both agreed on that. That sounds really cool, cool spot. Well, uh, well set up. Kevin Owens goes through a hopefully gimmicked announcer's table. Very gimmicked announcer's table. With just spongy monitors. <laughs> Fake, stressful monitors that don't hurt. Monitors made out of pillows. Yeah, yeah. The Spanish commentary team don't have anything to work with that night. <laughs> They've just got, yeah, marshmallow monitors. So Kevin Owens falls through that. And then Shane is left at the top of the cage. Does Shane then climb down? Yeah. While the, cra- while the crowd are going, holy S, holy S. That's- and and, the, and you've got Tom Phillips trying to be good at his job, mm-hmm. make, putting the uh, the moment over, and then Corey Graves, the pe- the professional, putting the moment over. And Byron Saxton being awesome. And Byron Saxton trying to make a, a joke. Yeah. Uh, the insider, giving some inside information. <laughs> the insider. Those monitors weren't real. So- <laughs> Those were mars- marshmallow chairs. Uh, so I... I see Kevin Owens being thrown off the top, going through a table, and then Shane's left up there, and everyone's going, oh, my God. But Shane's still up there. And then, like, if he has to come all the way down and then pin him, I just... You think he's going to jump as well? But that's it. He can't jump. He can't jump. jump. He can't jump. So, Sami Zayn maybe comes out, puts Kevin onto the next announcer's table, and then Shane does the flying elbow off the top. Oh, I see. Hell of a dangerous bump, but he's done it once before. Uh, and he was fine the next night. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess that's that's just something I've come up with on, off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Or or Owen's pop-up powerbomb Shane through the top of the cage, <laughs> through th- piles of tables beneath. I would love if they did the spot that we just talked about and then Owen's kicks out. Because... Yeah. You gotta have those false finishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kick out <of> one. <laughs> then he gets pinned from a super kick. <laughs> so yes, that is a. So I'm gonna go. Ah, oh, what am I gonna go for? It's it's because the. I wouldn't have put any much stock in the Owens to Raw stuff until it was advertised by a venue. And that's usually the way stuff gets out. Mm. Um. I'm gonna say. Owens could still win and then go to Raw. Yeah. Like if they can't be in the same building together, yeah. it's not safe. I'm gonna get I'm gonna go Owens. I'm yeah. gonna go Owens. Man, we've, go gone, we've gone different. So let's run through those. Yeah, so I went Owens, you went Shane. Yep. I went Jinder, you went Nakamura. Fire I went DQ. Charlotte, you went Natalia. We both went Usos, we both went Corbin, we both went Rude. I went Rusev, you went Orton. Uh I said they don't reveal the attackers, you say they do, and we both said uh, Benjamin, screw it! I'm going to change it. I'm going to go to hype bros. Wow! Yeah, so With there the we heel go. Turn. I, if the heel turn, I actually, I'm going to say this now. I'm going to hope that you're right because if they do do the heel turn there and get the win, that does give the new day some viable um, mm. opposition for. And then we, actually, bloody hell, we might then have two different tag team feuds going on at the same time. So yeah, we are only agreeing on three out of. Eight. This is going to be very interesting. Oh, this is going to be a fun weekend. It's a juicy one. It's going to be a really fun 5am start on, <laughs> on Monday morning when we have to get up and watch the pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get up early because I'm going to go for a run first. So many different predictions. It's the, it's the complete opposite of No Mercy, mm. where everything was the same, bar one. Yeah, this is all to play for. It's going to change throughout the night, hopefully. It's going to go all over the show. Well, I mean, you'd say that, but it's going to yeah. go pretty much all my way, because all my predictions were correct. Oh, that is some superb trash talking. <laughs> uh, you say that, but actually, but, uh, uh, actually I'm going to be right. I think you'll find uh, that uh, I predicted the best. So what you mean, like, it could go either way, and it could be a really exciting race. Oh, now Ollie's ahead, or Luke's ahead. Or it could just be one of us completely dominating the other one and getting everything right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hopefully it's... I, I, I think as a fan, the former would be better. As a competitor, I want the one where I kill you. <laughs> just smash you into smithereens. Yep. Smithereens! I'm looking forward to the pay-per-view, though. Yeah, uh, I actually am as well. Well, I'm looking forward to two matches a lot. Uh, I, you know... It's prob- possibly... I, I'm looking forward more to these two matches than I have most WWE matches for a few months. You're looking forward to Strowman Lesnar. Strowman Lesnar? Yes, I suppose I was. Um, but I was also a bit apprehensive. You know, like, mm. can they pull it off? 
how can they protect Strowman because Lesnar's obviously going to win. Whereas these two matches, I'm like, oh, they've got loads of good ways they can go. I don't mind any of them, it seems. I don't really mind who wins. Yeah. Uh, I could go either way. I'm just really looking forward to what the match is going to be, the actual wrestling part. I was going to say, we, we didn't actually say this on the show, but I feel like the, the, the Kevin owens Shane Mac feud, uh, particularly in its last couple of weeks, and the match that it's building up to, and kind of the spots they've been promising, feels very Attitude Era. Hmm. Which would make sense because Owens uh, grew up as a kid during the Astrid era, so that, that's kind of like his wrestling base. And Shane O'Mac got his wrestling gig during the Astrid era. That's the era of wrestling that he likes the most. Hmm. So it just feels like these two meeting of the minds are just like, let's do something that's very Astrid era in a PG environment. I think there will be blood. Ooh. I think that the Vince will sign off on it and say that, um, God damn, power, you're right, this does need blood. And that they might do some double juicing. And they're going to have like a proper Attitude Era hardcore brawl. You think uh, that Shane Kevin's going to be over here, and he's going to have his milkshake, and he's going to drink it up? So will it's a "There will be blood" quote. Oh, I've only seen that film once, and I didn't like it. No, oh, it's very good. It's like one of the best films. Of the that's, what, that's what people keep telling me, but I think they're wrong. Uh, so let's get into some it's, it's iTunes no reviews Day, be before Luke keeps talking nonsense about film quality. Diva Cat writes, love to talk about wrestling. Five stars. I love listening to you guys and regularly tune into the show. You guys have good chemistry and are quite funny and give good reviews on the current WWE events. Talk about random stuff, which breaks up the podcast well. Keep up the great work. Cheers, Cat. Cheers, Diva Cat. So what we've done here, we did say that we've run out of US reviews, which we have now. Uh, but we've gone over to the UK reviews. Gone back iTunes, home. Mm, iTunes uh, s- splits them for some reason. So we're, we're back to the 23rd of August right now. And we're not 100% confident we haven't already read out these these reviews. I was actually going to say that we're not 100% confident that we haven't run off a lot of these people already. Yes, they might Yeah, they might not be around to hear <laughs> these cheap pops. And Zach Roberts 7 writes, Best podcast, hashtag swaft. This is such an awesome podcast. I always love to listen to a Wrestle Ramble before bed over any other podcast. Even helped me to relax the night before my GCSE results, which is saying something. Keep it up, Ollie and Luke, and stay swaft. Zach that Roberts, that was familiar. very familiar because I think we talked I about GCSEs. <laughs> I remember that. Bit. I remember talking about that. Oh, as did well. we just double pop them? <laughs> I think we double popped. We've committed. Oh, now, we though. did because look at this one here. Uh, Wittertainment for wrestling fans. We've definitely done that one. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, we should have... Uh, did, did we talk about the time someone walked past you in Leicester Square? That sounds familiar that sounds, as well. Yes! That was a uh, fright fest! Yes, we have done all of these. We've done loads. Okay, well, we should... And I remember this goat emoji. Yep, so, so let's keep going. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure this is really interesting to listen yeah. to. This is the house that AJ Styles No, the, I, okay, that one's definitely new. Murdoch is evil, though. I remember you getting getting grumpy about Rupert Murdoch. Someone's yes. put that in a review. Yeah, but I don't think that was, I don't think we've read it out, though. Oh. I just get gr- grumpy about Rupert Murdoch all the time. That is a good point. Well, let's come back. We'll start off at where we think... Well, I'll tell you what, why don't we throw this out to the Swaft Nation and they can go back through the archives and tell us when the last time we did a UK show. But I don't think we referenced that they were UK reviews and US reviews. We sometimes do. Oh, man, I think that's a a high task. (laughs) I wouldn't wish that really boring task on anyone. Uh, But that's all we've got time for today. Uh, We'll see you on Monday for the Helena Cell Review Podcast. Love you. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash 
Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.